0: Good morning and happy end of July, everybody. That's right, somehow the year is more than half over. Who would have thought? I hope everyone has been enjoying the sunshine and astronomical heat. I need to get myself to a pool float stat, but instead I'm here getting to talk to you guys. Today we are joined by Gabriella a wonderful moment maker with CertiPro, and she talks to us about empathy, how she prioritizes herself, and how fulfilling it has been returning to the workforce after 21 years of being a stay-at-home mom. She is so lovely to talk to, and the pride she has in her children is wonderful to hear. Now together, let's celebrate Gabriela's journey.
1: Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. (laughs) My screen's here, but sorry about that. Fair enough. (laughs) It's nice to put a face to people I speak with or chat with.
0: Yes, I agree. I was going to say, it's nice to officially meet you. Yes, I know. We've chatted a fair amount. Yep. Your day is going well, though?
1: Um, Yeah, pretty good. I'm I'm getting a lot of um, marketing calls like recordings and also just people trying to trick you into speaking with the owners of certain sort of pros, you know, when they try their hardest and I'm like, well, yeah, other than that, it's going well. Good. I've had the
0: say where it's like, I'd like to speak with the CEO of the organization. I'm like, you and me both.
1: Yeah. Good <laughs>
0: luck. Jeez. For real. Well, what i like to do with this whole series is really get to know um our people because i find our people to be quite spectacular and really unique stories um hobbies passions like we're all just very unique individuals so it's really cool to hear all of those differences mm-hmm. um so as a little jumping off point i want to hear about your story and everything that you've done up until now
1: okay so for the past 21 years i was a stay-at-home mom so that's a long time to be out of the workforce especially with technology of how much it's changed like i was my my last jobs were call it administrative assistant or um you know that field um it's changed quite a bit (laughs) so for me getting back to this um my my children are older now i have one in university, um, one starting, well, she'll be, in, she's in her third year, one going into his first year, next year, and one that was in, but he's, he's, he's a sporty guy. So he's, um he's following that side too. He's, he drives um, go-karts. Uh, he's a racer, put it that way, whatever. Very <laughs> so, cool. Yeah, I'm, f- I'm free now and um, i you know, I, I needed to do something for myself. So I decided, okay, I'm going to get a job and I was looking for something at home I didn't know what to expect and gratefully and thankfully I I got hired by TLS and I'm telling you I was very um, I was very anxious when I first started because it's been so long since I've spoken to so many people <laughs> you know what I mean in a day so it was tough at first but you guys are great like the T- TLS the CertiPro pro team they're great. My first call was horrible. It was the word my, by myself. So I actually asked for a, another a, an extra day of help with Noel. Um, mm-hmm. She's awesome, by the way. Um, and they gave it to me, and then I went on my first call and. It was somebody who was just, I guess she was having a bad day. I don't know. She gave me very little information and I was doing my best to try to find out who she wanted to speak to. And then she was telling me, "Gabriella, you are making me very angry. I can't believe this. I'm going to report you. I'm like, what did I do? And she hung up on me. She actually called back maybe a month ago and I knew it was her. And same thing. Like she calls with no information. I guess she's somebody who deals with the project, but doesn't have access to I don't know anyways yeah so it was tough at first um but now now it's fine I mean I think I'm doing okay obviously I make mistakes but that's how you get better right and uh yeah that's my story um I'm also okay so I didn't exactly do nothing within the 21 years I helped out a bit with my husband's uh shop um and I also became a, a personal trainer. So when my kids were really young, I started uh, going to a fit mom group. It was like your mom, mom and baby. And then the person who was, um, the, um, trainer was, she's, she mentioned, you know, you should, you should try this out. You're pretty good at it, whatever. So I went, I got my, um, certificates and I, I did some training. I worked at some clubs, but I just I realized that I'd rather be the one doing the training than actually teaching it. It, it. You know what? I liked it, but then it got harder because my children started doing sports and it just got I just had to focus on them. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to give them everything that they were able to, you know, receive and help them out. So now it's mostly about me and that's why I'm here. <laughs> And that's what you deserve. <laughs> oh, thank you. I think so. I feel good. I love this job. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I'm uh, I'm glad you enjoy it. And yes, we do all make mistakes. But you're right. That is how we learn and get better. And I yeah. mean, I've heard several of your calls and I'm a big fan of yours. So oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm not as familiar with the sort of pro processes. So okay. I can't tell you that you do it hundred percent, but I enjoy no, your yeah. customer service.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay. I try, I try my best and some people are nice and some people aren't, but that's life, right? <laughs> oh, well, and, and I can very much relate to you.
0: My first ever, so I, I started as a moment maker on Paul Davis and mm-hmm. My first ever call. I was trained by one of our team leads, Seamus, Mm -hmm. and basically within that process, you call the customer after receiving a claim because they've had damage to their home. You call the customer and let them know the office will be in touch. So I, um, I called this customer. It was just a run of the mill claim as far as I was concerned, and uh, I believe she was older. I'm not. I can't Mm -hmm. say with confidence, but she was uh, very confused. To mm-hmm. say the least, as to why we were calling, and she couldn't understand, um, no matter what I said about who we are and why we were calling, and and what actually happened, and there were some uh, politically incorrect things said, and some oh, very boy. questionable. It got real uncomfortable real quick. Right. But, <laughs> but I mean, it's just it's part of the job, and we all kind of go through it. I'm sure we all have one of those stories. Yeah. Um. And it's the memorable things that I think help push us forward. Or, or like, I learned a lot from that one because I learned how to handle a situation that you're not expecting.
1: Right. Exactly. For sure. Did she have Alzheimer's or she just, I don't know. I, I, I got the impression that
0: she, like, she called her insurance because it did come through insurance. So she was aware there was damage, but I don't know if insurance set the expectations with her of this is now what happens. I see. Um, So, because she was just confused all around as to who Paul Davis is, because unfortunately in those situations, they may not have a heads up that it's being sent to Paul Davis or even anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's, there's several times where a moment maker calls and they're like, I don't know who Paul Davis is. Why are you calling me? How'd you get my number?
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm, For sure. Understood. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Your kids though, what are they, what do they study? So my daughter's in equine management. Um, she was, she's, she was hoping to, uh, get into a uh, veterinary school, like for horses. Um, I'm not sure she might take a different path. It's difficult to get into that, but I think she's liking the reset, the research end of it more so. So, um, yeah, she's still, she's still thinking about it. Um, you know, when I, I told her, take your time i don't care how long you stay in school you go as far as you want go take as you know just if it takes you a little longer that's okay nobody says you have to do anything in 4 or 5 years you do it as long as you know it takes you to get where you want to go and my middle son my middle son my older son he was he went to school to university for forensics but um he decided that, that he wasn't really interested in after all so he took some time off and like i said he's racing i was actually in he was in France. Now he's in Italy with my husband. Um, so he's there for a couple of races and then he'll be coming home. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. No, not for, for good, but depending on how he does. And my youngest son is going to um, Laurier for psychology in September. My daughter goes to Guelph. So they're kind of close, which is good. <laughs> yeah. I went to Guelph. Oh, did you? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> fellow Griffin. Yes, sir, for sure. Um, yeah, because it's close you guys are close to guelph right? La- TLS, the um the office. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. So we're in London, so it's a steady hour and a half or so. For me, it was like the perfect location that um I was like far enough away from home to have the independence, but close mm-hmm. enough that I could still do laundry.
1: <laughs> right. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Oh yeah, she does come home sometimes mm-hmm. with laundry, but whatever. What are Where are do? you based out of? I live in Tottenham that is um do you know where king city is yes okay so just well just north about 20 minutes from king city oh cool so we lived in king city for 12 years and then we moved up here in the beginning of december very nice we keep going north we started in woodbridge king city tottenham now hopefully we stay here (laughs) we'll see (laughs) my husband likes country likes to be away from uh, I don't want to say away from people, just like space kind of thing. There. That's uh that was another thing that I liked
0: about Guelph. It was like mm-hmm. the big city feel or it felt like a city
1: in a small town, right? Sort of thing. Because London yeah. is just too big now. So I've never been to London, you know. I don't think I have maybe when mm. I was much younger, but I've never been. So yeah, I have a reason to go now, right? <laughs> do you work yes. from home or do you work
0: from the office? I'm a bit of both. I I basically split my time oh. between the office and home, but I right. like, I have a nice little setup at home, so I can't, can't complain.
1: Right. Cool.
0: Yeah. I found that I prefer it nowadays. Stay home.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I like this a lot. <laughs> it's very, I, I kind of did my hair today. <laughs> Otherwise it's, well, it's always like this, but I dried it straight. <laughs> Yeah, fair, fair. I mm-hmm. went to usually
0: I'm in like a sweatshirt or something, but I went yep. to the office this morning, so yep. it's cute outfit day, and then I'll go to sweats later.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Are you close to your to the office
0: from like your house? Um, assuming no traffic, I'm probably about ten minutes. Oh, that's it's good. Not too far. Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. just a couple points where like you know rush hour is going to impact you, but right. As long as you bad. know. Yeah. Awesome. Exactly. I can plan for it. Mm-hmm. Um. So one of my favorite things in life is racing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Kind of excited about this.
1: What kind of racing does he do? He does go-kart racing. Okay. Um, Yeah. So it's it's a shifter kart. There's several types of go-karts. His is basically like what you, like what the, the next step is cars. And it's like the base for Formula one. Just say like it's that type of because you're actually shifting, you're using a, a gear right. to shift. So um, but he tried, he went to France to try a formula four car. Um, it went, he said it went well, but I don't think he's mentally ready for something like that yet. So he didn't enjoy it a hundred percent. He still prefers he he says that the go um the go-karts are more fun, but mm-hmm we'll see what happens it's his decision ultimately I can't tell him what to do and neither can my husband so we'll see
0: fair and as long as he's enjoying it I think is what's important yeah that kind of sport is not something that you just wake up and decide to do
1: no and you can't do it if you don't feel like you want to do it that's not a good thing for anyone on the track yeah so we'll see that's Mm -hmm.
0: that's awesome I'm uh my big my big uh or like what I'm a big fan of is IndyCar. And then, Oh yeah. Like the, the next step I guess would be formula one. I'm not as big of a fan of formula one just cause I, I've found that IndyCar for me has more interaction or, mm-hmm. um, it's more fan-based as opposed right. to, I think formula one's more performance-based. Right. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I mean, it's one of my, I've grown up on it, so that's really exciting that he's on that kind of a path and it's it's good that he knows Mm -hmm. what he enjoys about it and if he doesn't enjoy it he knows where he wants to be so
1: right did you go to the race this past weekend
0: yes oh yeah (laughs) the whole weekend yes we've well um i've gone to the toronto race for i since i was probably five or six my mom's gone since its first year in 86 really um so it's literally been my whole life. And then with the pandemic, we couldn't go at all because of uh, border closures. So we couldn't go in the States and then they didn't have the Toronto one. Yeah. So we've made up for it and we're going to 10 this season, wow. 10 of 17.
1: Wow. So. Do you have someone uh, that does the sport or are you just a I fan? Nope. Just, a, just fan. a fan. Wow. That's hardcore.
0: Yeah. This is who's like my f- football or really like my equivalent. Yeah. And who's your favorite? if I had to just pick one, it would be willpower with team Penske. Um, Mm -hmm. but I've, I'm also a big fan of, um, Pato award with arrow McLaren. So therefore on the formula one side, I'm a fan of McLaren. McLaren.
1: Okay. Well, they won Mm. last year. No, that wasn't McLaren. That was Red Bull. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I get the Not a fan of Red Bull. (laughs) Mm, I know. I hear you. Oh, well, that's interesting. Cool. Yeah. That's good. Too. I like that. I've I've been meeting more women or females um, that are into this kind of sport, and there's a lot more girls, females uh, doing the sport as well, which is cool.
0: Yes, there's yeah. a there's been an unfortunate turn on the IndyCar side because there was a female driver that yes. was running the season, and then they had to pull that car out, I guess, because of sponsorship payments. Uh-huh. So I don't think she'll be competing the rest of the season, which is Like, it's not great for the females of the sport or the female fans, but at least she got to do. Yeah, we
1: need more female entrepreneurs donating to these sports, like providing sponsorship. I think that's what they need to do. And I'm sure they would.
0: Yeah, there (laughs) There is a there is one like female primary team and it's female owned. um, It's I think it's Beth Peretta. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Pareto Auto Sports And she she's had three or four car or three or four entries this season. So like, yep. they've made an appearance, but I don't think okay. that they can yet afford the full season. Right. So she does like Indy 500 and then okay. a couple others. And she's got like a female driver, primarily female pit crew. Like, it's really cool.
1: Awesome. That is cool. Well, I I don't follow um Indy that much. So that's why I don't I'm not aware of this. But interesting. I think I will now I have a reason to. There you Thanks. go. Just, you should hire me to be their marketing. I know, right? <laughs> For real, <laughs> that's cool.
0: Yep. No, I'm a bit of a racing geek, but that's cool. Um, back to you mm-hmm. about me. No. What do, my one of my favorite things to ask people because it's just always a unique perspective. Um, I think because it me, it's personal to you. So outside of a job description or what's down on paper, or what you're required to do, what is being a moment maker to you?
1: Being a moment maker to me. Um, what is it? It's about truly helping people, um, making them feel like I'm just not, like a machine or a robot, like to make them, make them feel that I actually care that they've called and that I'm truly trying to help them out because I, I'm I a customer of other, maybe not Serta Pro but I am a customer as well. And I know what it's like to feel like a customer when you call somewhere, you go somewhere. And if you're not given the time of day, um, I know that feeling. So I try to make them feel like I care and you know, I know what you're, I, I, I feel what you feel because I I am like you as well. And I just try to do my best to help them out. And sometimes, like, I think when I can't get what they want or, or the person they're trying to reach, I'm like, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I wasn't able to help you further. And they're like, oh, don't worry. Thank you so much for trying. And sometimes I think, oh, you've been on hold for so long, but they don't, they don't care. They appreciate that. So I guess that's what it means to me, if that makes any sense. No, it does. And I love that. Yeah. I mean, like
0: right off the bat, that's a key piece of just empathy as a whole, which is important in what we do, but you're, I haven't heard that one before. And you're so right that it's the, it's the fact that we can put ourselves in their shoes and mm-hmm. recognize that they're calling for assistance. And we've all been in that position in one way or another. And it's uh we can't always be the answer, but we can be the listener at the very least
1: especially when the people call to fill out job applications or they ask if they're hiring I'll do my best to like help them out and um when it comes to the the um the comments I always ask is there anything you want me to put on there and if or I'll just try to like spice it up a little bit for them because I know what it's like when you're looking for a job and it's hard especially nowadays even though there is a lot of jobs available sometimes it's not that easy to get that job and I always wish them luck whenever you know I say bye to them because I mean you know just whatever helps
0: yeah Yeah. that's
1: awesome that's really Mm -hmm. sweet
0: what when you get up in the morning and you're ready to log in and you say hi to your team what excites you to come to work each day
1: um I don't know just like watch looking at the uh the comments and all the funny things that people post like that that's a that's always fun there's always something going on um and just generally just the fact that I can come to my basement and sit here and do my job that makes me happy that I don't have to that I'm, I'm so fortunate. Like I'm, I'm actually, like, I feel fortunate that I can do it from my house. So just being involved with people, even though we're not face-to-face knowing that they're there, they're like, they're like my friends, my buddies. Sometimes I try not to, to engage too much because I don't want them to think I'm weird because we don't know each other really. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I look forward to their comments, to their, and the best about thing about them, if you do, if you are having a bad day or a bad call, like they're there to just help you out. Like just read their comments and you feel so much better and like, you know what, you're right. Just let it go. Yeah. I mean, like some of my favorite people I've met because of TLS and, and
0: yes, we haven't, like in some cases I haven't met them at all, but, Mm -hmm. or maybe I've just interacted over zoom, but I mean, you do form these relationships and these bonds and it's really, I find it to be most special because we all understand what each of us goes through Mm -hmm. or what we experience. And I think having that common element just help strengthen it.
1: For sure. For sure.
0: Yep. What, um, going through my little list that I like to ask, what would you say most motivates you or, or keeps like you engaged throughout the day or even throughout the week? Because everything that we do can kind of become routine Mm -hmm. or a bit monotonous. So what, um, what keeps you learning? What keeps you engaged and ready to make or make moments with our customers
1: um well I've always tried to like I know every call isn't perfect but I try to remember okay maybe next time I should say this or I don't want to sound like a robot so I try to change not change because I know I have to follow something but just try to make it seem like as though I'm not a robot Like I don't want them to think that oh she's because sometimes I can just tell by their their tone that like as soon as I ask them okay um may I please have you know a good contact number it's kind of like they change and I'm like okay don't worry I, I'm not I'm not trying to you know find out all, I'm not trying to get all your information for any bad reason but um just trying to make every call better and um every time somebody posts a notes on um what is it there uh in regards to changes that are happening I always print them out and I keep a log, (laughs) even if it isn't for us, I just like to look at them because it's like, oh, okay, I get that. Like, I just want to make sure I'm doing the right thing. And that's my goal to make sure that every day if I can learn something new or, um, uh, what else? Um, Yeah, just learn something new or um, looking at the score as well. Just try to make each call I don't want to say special that's tacky. My goal is to make to to try to make sure that each customer when they say goodbye that they leave happy and satisfied and they feel confident that they will get a call back or um yeah, I guess a call back or an email whatever they requested, they will get an answer back. That's awesome. That's my goal. Yeah. And that, I
0: mean, that's the perfect goal to have because we're based on genuine care and we are based on that joy-making behavior so that when the customer mm-hmm. does hang up the phone, they have that thought of, I'm really glad I called there because right. that's what brings us the loyalty.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I also try, I I look forward to the calls that when P, like, customers are, um, you know, in a good mood or they like to joke around or um just funny or those are fun too so I look forward to those as well and I can get I can I can get a vibe as soon as you a couple of words in then you know okay this person's very serious so we don't joke with them <laughs> or this person's yes. different you know what I mean like yeah and then there's the ones that uh, will totally um, surprise you because they seem one way and then they turn out to be like a clown or something so yeah that's fun that's interesting and something to look forward to as well
0: And that's a really special skill to have because not a lot of people can do that or Mm -hmm. match tone or gauge someone's mood and not gauging their mood correctly can really make or break an interaction. Right. That's true. What would you say has been your biggest success so far? And then conversely, your biggest learning opportunity.
1: Um, my biggest su- success is, I guess, cutting down on time with <laughs> my my um, Sam leads. When I first was doing them, like I just okay, I focused so much on them because I was sending them to corporate. So I'll, I just took as much time as possible. Then I realized this is this might be a little too much time because people were like, "Are you okay? You having a hard time?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god! I didn't realize I was taking this long." So. Um, I think that's one of my successes that I've started to cut down on time. Um, how long it takes me, like I don't have to be as um, meticulous as I am. I guess I, it's not You're getting that, more comfortable. Uh, yeah, it's not that hard, Gabe. Kind of thing, you know. Just <laughs> that's what I mean, right? Okay. And so that was my biggest um, positive. And then you said, sorry. What was the other question? My what I've learned from your
0: learning opportunity
1: um learning opportunity to do let's see I'm just I've learned so much (laughs) geez I keep making mistakes so I learn every day you don't Um, well you know what I mean little things but still my biggest learning well honestly learning how to do all this over again and actually doing it because like I said 21 years I haven't been interacting this way so now that's a big learning no, that doesn't work. I don't know. You tell me <laughs> what have I, my biggest learning, I guess. Well, I mean, after, coming back into learning. the workforce yes. is a big
0: learning opportunity. That is.
1: Yeah. I I have to say, I know they sound like both positives, but they sound, both sound like positives, but that to me, that is. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, like if I, I'm I'm
0: 27. And if I think about like where technology was 10 years ago, let alone mm-hmm. 20 years ago, Right. It's a it's a huge difference in yeah. what you're walking back into.
1: For sure. Yeah. But I'm grateful for like Zoom and stuff because you can do so much with it, right?
0: Yes. But I mean, <laughs> did did anyone know the name Zoom three years ago?
1: <laughs> no, that too. That's that's fairly new. You're right. Geez, the thanks the pen thank I, you to the pandemic. But
0: yeah. Right? It's uh it's amazing to think of the things that we've come so reliant on that. Mm-hmm. X amount of years ago never even existed.
1: Right, for real. Oh, yeah. And I'm one to uh, vouch for that for sure.
0: Such as the Rogers network.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yes. Did you have issues with that at home?
0: Yep. So my entire household and cell phone is based on Rogers. Oh, Rogers. Okay. So I was basically off the grid, um, our London office. We had backup internet, and that was still functioning. So mm-hmm. basically, as long as I was in the building, I okay. had Wi-Fi. So I was mm-hmm. able to like still kind of be on emails, work that way.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but as soon as I left that building, it was nobody could reach me. Wow. And uh, we, for me, it was restored that evening, like Friday night around ten. I think we had it come back, wow. and we had okay. Wi-Fi and cell phone but our TV is Rogers Ignite and we were still experiencing glitches until Tuesday.
1: Yeah, that's what I heard too. See, I'm lucky. My cell phone is with Rogers, but my TV is Bell Satellite and our internet is ViaNet. And I think I was talking to my husband, I said, you know what? Maybe it's a good thing that we don't have everything connected because if something goes down, at least you have something else to, okay. um, yes. TV, not so much. I mean, we can live without TV, but internet and phone, right? And we don't even have a landline anymore. And I thought I was going to hear it from my husband because he's always like, no, we need a landline. What if something happens? And I'm like, what's going to happen? And he's like, see, whatever. But you know what? You can use WhatsApp if you have internet though. Yeah, I could.
0: So that's the thing. My boyfriend lives in Florida. So our Mm -hmm. primary contact is WhatsApp. Okay. But I didn't have like I couldn't text him. I couldn't right. use Wi Fi to contact him. I could at the office, yes, um, because I had Wi Fi. But it was like I kept saying, "Okay, I got to tell him that I'm unreachable." But I can't yes. even tell him that I'm unreachable because right. I'm unreachable. Right?
1: Unbelievable. Yeah, it's <laughs> it was so weird. It's scary how much we depend on it.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh. And then
0: to think we couldn't even get cash out like it was just the yeah amount of things that were impacted is scary. I
1: didn't, I didn't realize how much um Rogers uh, like they're not just telephone TV and internet they're a bunch of other stuff they they they're like they, a full satellite network yeah yeah wow crazy yeah, yeah. Okay, well, no glad that's we're past it yeah and uh, for
0: sure knock on wood won't happen again <laughs> yeah for real Jeez. um you had said That one thing that you like to do is just make sure that you're always learning or you're always prepared so you can do your best. So, Mm -hmm. if we had a new moment maker that was joining us, like fresh into the customer service industry, um, or maybe 21 years out of the workforce, what is your biggest piece of advice to ensure that they are successful or that they can do well?
1: Well, if this person is anything like me who was anxious and um, worried and just nervous about the whole you know, thing, I would tell her, don't be that way, <laughs> other than said, done, um, you know, what all it, all it is, is takes, it takes time, and just, um, take a deep breath, like, there's nothing, nothing to worry about, because I, I, I worried about it so much, I think I made myself, my, I made the feeling, my, um, emotions worse than what they should have been, um, Just, yeah, if you're having, there's nothing to be afraid of. There are people just like you just, you know, um, try to follow what you have to follow. And if it, like there's some times where it won't go well, but that's okay because that's life, right? Just, um, take a deep breath when you feel like, oh my God, I can't do this or I'm scared or whatnot. That's my advice. If that helps at all.
0: I love that. And I think that would, I mean, if it were me, it would work. For me, I'm sure, because I'm I'm one of those that if an error is made, the world has ended. And I have to kind of come back down to earth and realize Mm -hmm. we're all human and this all happens. And the best you can do is just say, okay, this is where I went wrong and move on and do it different next time.
1: Well, that's how I felt when I started. Now this is a new me now. (laughs) Like it's okay. (laughs) You know, I'll still sweat a little bit, but it's not as bad as it was. So yeah.
0: Well, good. I'm glad to hear.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: My last question and one of my favorite, favorite things that I like to ask everyone is what is one thing that you try to do in your personal and or professional life to live in the moment?
1: Hmm. What do I try to do? Um, I try to treat people with respect and, um, try not to judge people. Like With everything that's going on in the world today, I feel that some people are on guard as soon as they open their mouth, you know, and I just try to, I try to make them understand, who cares about anything else, I'm here to listen to you, or I'm not judgmental, you know, uh, I don't care about anything else, I care about who you are, and um, I don't know if I'm coming, if I'm making my point, but
0: well, I
1: just try to, I think try to be so. genuine. Yeah. And I think what I agree with is
0: like through the pandemic, one thing that we all learned is that we're not on an island. We're mm-hmm. all going through this unfortunate time, but a yeah. united time. And we right. all experienced the same thing. So I think that was the best thing we could have done because it kind of equalizes everyone and realized right. we all experience stuff and mm-hmm. it, it almost developed more compassion. For one another right. hopefully right
1: yeah right well still i i still today see um things that shouldn't be said or done or whatnot and i just want people who, if they ever meet me to know that i not i'm I'm not judging you on i don't care what you look like what you sound like what you eat what you don't eat or whatnot i just that's not my business i, I like you or want to talk to you because I'm interested in you as a person. And I want people on the, on the other end of the line to, re, to, to feel that too, that like, I don't care what part of the States you come from. Cause I love their accents. I, I swear to you, I, I enjoy <laughs> their accents so much, even though sometimes it's really difficult to, to understand what they're saying. I just love it. Um, I think they yeah. enjoy ours too. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So one, one person actually told me, Oh, are you Canadian? I'm like, how do you know? She goes, I can tell by your accent. I'm like, really? I haven't... no, wait. My what accent? did she say? No, she said something strange. I can't remember now, but it was something like, wow, it didn't make. No, I think she asked if I was Italian. I can't remember, but anyways, yeah, I love accents. And again, I uh, I just want them to know that I'm not here to judge them or anything. I'm just here to help them. Because I love that. Yeah, we all need that safe space. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. And if the world was like that, the world would be a much better place, I think, too. I agree with you. If and we I learned get there. I learned that a lot for a lot of that from my children, because I find that they were they're being taught much differently in school than when I was taught. Um, not that I was taught anything wrong. It's just we're more more open minded, and um, yeah. I find that's important.
0: Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. There's a much more opportunity to innovate our thinking. Right. for sure beautiful yeah <laughs> well that's all I have <laughs> Okay.
1: thank you that's a lot but thank think.
0: oh well good I'm glad <laughs> but it was um it was a pleasure getting to know you a bit more and and officially meeting you so thank you Please for likewise. taking some time with me
1: thank mm-hmm. you
0: and I will I'll send you back to make some more moments with our customers and, all right uh,
1: Looking forward to it. (laughs) Okay. It was nice meeting you too. (laughs) Have a good day. You as well. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye.
0: I told you she was lovely. I think it's really important what she said about being a safe space and someone for people to talk to, especially in today's times. I think we all deserve that genuine care. And I've never heard that take on the question of what you do to live in the moment, By engaging with people and showing them you care, you can change that person's day. And while I know we are the experts on the subject matter, that is how we make a moment. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you all loved hearing from Gabriella as much as I love talking to her. Have a fantastic rest of your week and we'll see you next time. Sometimes you need someone there for support. Sometimes you need a little genuine.